Hello and welcome to another episode of Gunner Chat. Today we'll be discussing the away fixture at Turf Moor, which of course ended in a one-all stalemate. George, on a scale of one to Arsenal, how frustrated would you say you're feeling this afternoon? Oh, it's just flat out Arsenal, isn't it? <laughs> you know, we did not let up. We Arsenaled as much as Arsenal could really Arsenal. It was a full-on Arsenaling, wasn't it? Oh, oh that sounds dreadful, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it was it was a stressful afternoon. Um, mm-hmm. I have to say this though, as a football game goes for entertainment, what a game! Yeah, but, it's electric. Yeah, especially the final, you know, fifteen minutes. But um, yeah, the, the result itself very disappointing in the end. Um, once again, we're just not putting the chances away. Mm. Had a lot. Um, we, for the most part, did keep Burnley quiet. But, you know, once you give away that goal, momentum goes towards the opposition and they put us in some tricky positions. And, yeah, we just couldn't finish the job at the end of the day. Very, very disappointing. Jamie, how's your uh, mental health after watching that? Oh, stressful, stressful, <laughs> stressful, stressful. Um, I just, it, I'm not going to blame it on team selection. I'm, I know George is going to go on about VAR in a minute. Um, I just, I made made a comment last week about us being clinical and we did really, really well. And then it just didn't seem to happen this week. We seem to be really, really going for them. Um, the goal was great. I mean, it was actually quite scrappy, but fantasy points wise, it was great for me, especially considering someone I'm playing against in head to head this week had two Burnley defenders and the Burnley goalkeeper. So no, no triple clean sheet for you, Boggy. I hope you're listening to this, you son of a bitch. Um, but yeah, it's as soon as that mistake from the person who can understand he, why he's not our captain anymore happened, it just fell apart. And I don't think we really fully recovered until that last 10 minutes and it was too late. Yeah, well, I think I think we got off to a good start. Um, the energy was there. Uh, I think the intensity was there. The confidence was there after uh, beating Leicester. Um, the team was changed a bit. Obviously, we saw Chambers at right back, which I think was a very clear move to help deal with the aerial threat, wasn't it? Because they don't, you know, Vidra's got a little bit of pace, but that's that's kind of it, isn't it? Um, so he came in on the right, and yeah, the goal the goal starts off. It's a it's a break from Willian, really, isn't it? It's just sort of running into the the middle of the uh, of their half, pulls out to the left to Alba, does a few step overs, bangs it in the bottom left corner. George, what did you make of the goal? Yeah, it was classic Alba goal, really, wasn't it? Um, yeah, and it's good to see him kind of rediscover that confidence to mm. put those away. You know, we've kind of missed a lot of them this season. Um, but yeah, it was a good goal. Um, William once again played his part, so it's good to see him have another assist to the record and keeping his confidence up. Um, yeah, you know, there's not much more we can say on the goal, really. Um, first six minutes, it looked like we were flying. Yeah. Should Pope have done a bit better, do you think? Yes, definitely yeah. should have. Um, it was right towards him. Uh, he just, I don't know if he was a little bit unsighted, but again, I think it was also down to, to, uh, to oh God, why am I trying to pronounce the name? 
I, I feel oh, like I James, can't help you. No, James, James Tarkovsky. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he could have closed down the angle a bit better. They, yeah. It, but again, it's great to see him scoring and getting his confidence back. I will bring up a point about our captain at the end of the game, but I won't bring up now. Uh, six assists now for William as well. So he's definitely our oh. assist leader. He has now got the combined assists of um, Zicek, Pelusic and Havats at um I think you said all three of those wrong. <laughs> I think it's Ziyech, Pulisic, not sick, and Havertz, not Havertz. Well, well you oh, know I... my point. He's got more. He's yeah. got the same amount amount of assists this season as 170 millions worth of players, and he was free. In America, they say it differently, though, don't they? They they like to you know put their own spin on pronunciation. Don't do the accent, anyone. <laughs> Uh, Pulisic. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I thought uh, there were there were actually six Burnley players around Alba, and they were all backing off. I think Sarkovsky just th- he must have thought he was going to go on the outside. Um, I don't know if that was him not doing his research because it was pretty much exactly the same goal as against Leeds, wasn't it? A few step overs, cut inside, bam, near corner. Um, but yeah, that got us into the lead. I mean, you have to say after that, there were a host of chances, weren't there? As much as we only had, what was it, one shot on target in the first half, mm-hmm. we really should have scored at least three, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Unfortunately, it wasn't Saka's game today. No. Um, you know, he he missed a few. Admittedly, one of them came at him really quickly, but... Again, it's just this is the difference between a team fighting at the top and fighting for these European places and us lumbered in tenth. Yeah, taking those chances, whether they're whether they're difficult or not. And I think this is why you. This just sort of shows that you can't rely entirely on a nineteen-year-old because he's not. You know, he doesn't always make the best decisions in front of goal. His passing and his crossing is very good, but he doesn't score loads, actually. Um, He's created the most chances for us this season, but he just looked tired in that game. He looked frustrated as well in the second half. I was actually, if we would have had a stricter referee, I was worried he was going to get sent off because he was on a yellow and was making silly tackles. Uh, I don't think you could have sent him off for any of those, though. They were they were no, very... But... They they all count. That's my point. If he would have made one or two more silly tackles, he could have easily got a second yellow. Maybe, es- especially, maybe. The way, especially the way especially the way Arsenal play. Especially the way Arsenal play when we're I think, frustrated. I think it would have had to have been something a bit worse. I think you know because I can't remember who it was. I think it was Wood had a bit of a penalty shout, but that was nothing. That was he literally just kicked Saka's foot, didn't he? But yeah, anyway, I mean, I, I think that is really such a big part of the result today is you know Alba I think Alba should have should have had a hat trick and Saka Saka could have had two as well um and you've you've got to take those chances um because if you don't you might give the ball to Jacker and something might happen George (laughs) oh my god what was going on there I mean I think we were discussing this earlier when it happened and we're, we're kind of a little bit of disagreement. So I think Leno is partly to blame here. 
Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think Jamie was more on the side of all Xhaka, but I don't know if he's changed his mind since seeing it again. But I was... Leno can see, you know, he can see how many players are on the tw- pitch? 22. He can see 21 players ahead of him. Great so he, he can see the whole game. <laughs> why is he why is he playing it to Xhaka? Like, clear it. Get the ball out of there. You can see that Xhaka's been closed down, tightly pressed. And yeah, he just plays a simple ball. And again, Xhaka, you should just clear your lines as well. But yeah. I do I I do think it's I do think it's both of them. I think Leno's got to punt that. And Jacker, I mean, when you look at the camera angle, he does actually sort of look up a little bit as he makes the pass, but it's it's too late. And I mean, the guy's right in front of him. It's it's a huge oversight. I think it's particularly frustrating because this isn't I mean, you know, it does happen with Allison and Edison. They do make these mistakes every now and again. Um, you know, that there are risks playing out from the back, but it was only in the last game, you know, against Leicester where, he, you know, he had that pass. Was it, did it hit, did it hit Vardy? I can't yeah. remember who it was. It hit, yeah, it hit Vardy, didn't it? If that had gone in 2-0, I think it would have been a completely different result. I don't know if we would have come back from that. But is one of Leno's problems this season the fans' issues or the fact that we sold Marti- uh, Martinez? Because every single time he makes a mistake, every single Arsenal fan has to jump to the, that would have happened if we still had Emmy. Yeah, but, great. Yeah, but you, you know, you're a professional athlete. You can't let that stuff get in your head. I mean, this is what you're paid beyond big bucks for. And he's making simple errors. Yeah. And um, to, to be honest, he did it before Martinez as well. Remember that's Olympi- true. You remember Olympiacos? <laughs> um, so... I, mean, I mean, our response to it more than his yeah. actual reactions to it. I mean, our response as fans, because let's face it, we've got some fans out there who are the state of it every five fucking minutes. I, I, don't, I don't think that's it. I think Leno is a fantastic keeper, but I think he is a very different type of keeper to, you know, like, like I just said, Edison and Allison and, you know, some other keepers that are good at playing out from the back. I, I don't think that's his strength. I think he's a, you know, Maybe a bit more old-fashioned. I don't know. He's a good shot stopper and he's good at hoofing it up the pitch. But um, I don't think playing out comes naturally to him. No, I agree. Um, just, just like it didn't with Mustafi, Socrates, Kolasinac. All these people, like you know, you sort of remember Socrates trying to pass the ball out from the back. It was like, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I mean, it up. could. I mean, it could be worse. I remember when we played against Inter Milan and. Patrick Vieira decided to do kick-ups on the penalty spot and got the ball taken off of him. <laughs> uh, at least we were in the um, Champions League in those days. Yeah. I mean, the goal is, is very frustrating, but I mean, I don't know how much more we can talk about just crazy mishaps in concentration, can we? Because it's, it's, it's every game at the moment, isn't it? It seems to be Shaka more often than not. I still remember being in the van with you, Johnny, a few years ago, and you saying every time you listen to the radio, as soon as you heard Shaka's on the ball, oh no, Shaka's <laughs> lost the ball, oh, we've conceded. <laughs> that was like yeah. three years ago, and we yeah. seem to still be at that point where it's a Shaka mistake. He did it well, for the yeah. penalty a few games ago. It's just... I think Arteta needs to get the players to fully concentrate for 90 minutes. 
not ever have a minute yeah. to react, relax. And I think that's the problem. They lose focus in key moments and that fucks us up. Normally at near half time, it seems to be either the first five minutes of the game or the last five minutes of the half. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's not a lack of talent. I think Xhaka's a talented footballer. It's, it's mindset, isn't it? It's concentration and ultimately professionalism. Um, and, you know, and there was a stat that said Jack has uh, made more errors leading to goals than any other player in the Premier League since he joined, isn't it? Um, which I think as Arsenal fans is sort of very believable, isn't it? You wouldn't, you wouldn't contest that, would you? Believable. I'm still having therapy for it. <laughs> Arsenal therapy. I think, I think we could be in business for that. Um... <laughs> how did Xhaka make you feel? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Arteta has these five sort of points, doesn't he, for the team? And it, he's talking about quality. I think, I can't remember who it was. It was either Cole or, or is it Genus? Genus, a few weeks ago, said um, that he, there's players like him and Louise who they have these just horrible lapses and it's always a disaster. And then they play very well for two, three games. Everyone goes, oh, he's a, he's, a, he's a decent player, actually. And then, you know, just has to crop up again and remind us all, you know. Yeah, well, it's, as much as players can be injury prone, you know, you get players that are so error prone as well. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. that's what we're just constantly reminded. Yeah. Do you think he has a, a long-term future at Arsenal? How long has he got left on his contract? Too long. I, know. Too long. <laughs> I think he's got another um, two seasons. So next season and the season after. Yeah, 2022 20, or three. three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, I just typed in Jacker into Google and you know how it gives you suggestions for things to search. Like one of the top hits was uh, Jacker contract end. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's great isn't it? <laughs> I think he could be up for sale in the summer um, yeah. oh, oh sorry, God. About, sorry about that very, uh, so so unprofessional that was no here's, that was, you, here's you talking about Jacoby and unprofessional I, you? <laughs> okay, he's not focused he's not focused on the podcast hang on sorry that was Jurgen Klopp seeing if he can get him for a tenner got granite power he needs here. another centre back <laughs> Um, he's actually yeah. not a bad left back to be honest yeah yeah but no I think with with Xhaka it's one of those where we're kind of do we need to fully put to bed the old era of Arsenal and like all these older players that are still at the club um, and Xhaka just might be one of them you know he has played well for us but it's these costly mistakes. It's not a simple mistake where he's lost possession. It's a simple mistake that's cost us two points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And how many times have we seen that? You know, I think we need to let Partey kind of run that midfield now and have someone with a bit more creativity alongside him. I'd like to see Partey and Ceballos given more time this season. Well, when, when you think of, I think it's 10 first team players that have left in the last nine months or whatever. Is it sort of amazing that Jack and Louise are both playing regular football for this club? With the amount of mistakes they've made, you mean? Well, with all the other players that have been got that have, you know, been moved on 
you'd have to say in terms of errors, those two are possibly the biggest offenders. I think it comes down to what they mean to the dressing room and the rest of the team, though. Hmm. I mean, David Luiz is clearly a leader in the dressing room. That's we wouldn't be offering this player role position, this player coach position next year. But yeah. I think I think we're in the position that we're in because not because of the lack of talent. You know, the team that there are still a lot of positives to take from the team, but we're there because of a just abhorrent lack of consistency. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to pin. You know, well, I mean, you can look at players like Alba and William this season as well. But, you know, for a long time, those two have been the most inconsistent, surely. It's got to come down to, yes, we've got great locker room leaders, but what we need is leaders on the pitch because you can't win a game inside the the changing room. You need it out on the pitch. And Mm. that comes down to consistency. It comes down to concentration. And we've got the quality. We just need to actually find the right mix of it yeah so i think first half you know the, the signs were i mean we, we looked pretty comfortable up until the goal uh until their goal uh second half comes in it sort of went a bit quiet for a little while didn't it sort of first 25 minutes or so it's a bit of a scrappy sort of stalemate um, and then that all started to change about 10 minutes after Lacazette came on, didn't it, George? Yeah. Um, from then, like, what a game. But Crazy. I mean, we're going to talk about it, aren't we? Yeah, well, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> VAR, pen or no pen. Of course that was a fucking penalty. <laughs> I'm sorry. But... Even Arteta has said it in the post-match interview. You know, how many managers and players are coming out? What is the handball rule anymore? I mean, I was watching it, watching the uh, Chelsea-Fulham game. I didn't see that, but I heard about that. Spurs-Fulham, mate. Spurs-Fulham. Spurs-Fulham. Sorry, sorry. Um, There we go. But uh, like that was ruled out for a handball. Yeah, the the his hand was you know on his body. This guy, his hand is out. He's oh, yeah. I don't even know where to go. With it's it. almost like, it's almost level with his shoulder. His yeah, hand. They, That's how high it is. Was it? Yeah, it was level with his shoulder. And was it Peter Walton was saying he can see the rationale of why they haven't given it. But the yeah. fact is, it had to be a penalty. He said it. Try yeah. to see why they've not given it, but it's straight up handball. Like his arm's not in a natural position. Yeah, he might be obviously running and shuffling to the side, but you've used your arm for a defensive advantage in the penalty box. That is a penalty. Yeah, and the Premier League's reasoning—they've said it's a proximity issue. They've said the ball has come from so close that that's the reason it can't be a penalty which I think has got to be up there with one of the worst ex- sort of uh, descriptions slash excuses we've had this season and there have been yeah. plenty. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to add, really. I, th- I think VAR has had an absolute disaster yeah. of a season. That's just um, it. VAR is not the problem because v- mm. obviously VAR... Well, sorry, no, VAR, VAR is the problem because the person is the referee. Mm-hmm. Not the video, it's the people interpreting the video. These are the problems, and these referees are just simply not good enough. 
they're not clued up on the league and the rules because they're making these terrible decisions. And and then the referees, again, not calling it in play. That handball was not mm. called in play and they looked at it and dismissed it. However, the Pepe shot, straight he pointed straight to the spot, gave a red card, no hesitation. And yeah. obviously it was rightly overruled. Let's get that on record. That was rightly overruled. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah. How's he calling that, but not the other one? Yeah, I mean, there's this clear and obvious error thing, which I think needs to go straight in the bin. Yeah. I think that is a completely failed concept. I think that's been a, just a disaster. Um, Forgive me if I'm wrong, but when VAA, the VAR started in the league, wasn't it a three-person panel on the VAR? Um, is, it sin- is it since COVID it's only one person in the VAR truck? Because... I think that's also an issue. If it started with three people and it's gone down to one person doing a review, you're going to have a biased person. That's why you should have two people looking at the looking at the video review. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know how many people are in there, but I think it is a case of that. And I think the just the rules have gone to shit as well. I think they've just completely lost the plot. Mm-hmm. Um you know, to come out and say it's a proximity issue, it's just sort of bordering on desperation, isn't it? They don't, they don't really know what's going on, you know. There was Aren't all this they st- saying that they're changing the rule from next season? Yeah, from, Ju- from so July. Yeah, because they were saying the decision the other day would not have been overturned if that rule was in place now. It's just like... Yeah. Why are the rules of the game changing? Like, the rule should be the same as it was since the game was invented well then we wouldn't have the offside rule george then you wouldn't have any subs the game does need to evolve but there needs to be consistency amongst the rules that's the problem right now is um one as they said on commentary it depends what referees on the game and which referees on the var because some of the referees were going to give decisions on var and some of them aren't and yeah. my my main problem is as soon as VAR is used, I don't care what it's about. The referee needs to go over to the monitor and see it from another angle and listen to the thing. In cricket, they have um, the third umpire on the mic, so you can actually hear the the discussion between them. Yeah. Do you it's... think that VAR would have overturned it if he had given the penalty? No. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. And, you know, because I was thinking about this because, obviously, you know, I am getting a little bit tired of talking about VAR, to be honest. But, you know, we, we finally got one last week that, that was the right decision. We finally got a penalty. And I was thinking about it just now. I just went for a little walk and I was thinking, OK, but in the Leicester game, if there hadn't been VAR, we would have still had a penalty because um, obviously the first one would have been given that you know I think that was the right call but in a roundabout way we would have had a penalty um, and today we would have had a penalty again it would have been the wrong one but we still would have got it you know um, and yeah it's just it's, it's gone against us again which is it's getting it's, hard to take it's, I think it's t- 10 points this season isn't it we've lost because of decisions that haven't gone our way that if VAR well, which, would have which, been on the spot which games are you thinking of? I just saw ten points mentioned a few on a few different sites. Well, there was Wolves. Um, yeah. There was Leicester at home. There was that goal early on, 
um, that should have stood. Uh, obviously today. Um, Could be one more. Yeah, it? I think there were questions about Villa as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been a it's been a bit of a rough ride recently. Yeah. But I, I do think this episode is just going to be called consistency because it, again, mm-hmm. it's just coming down to consistency. We need to always be focused as a team, and then the referees need to get their fucking fingers out of their asses. Yeah, yeah, think- yeah. I think after we'll move on for the penalty because I think we're all sick of that. What penalty? Um, we didn't get it. Yeah, yeah exactly. As you were yeah. saying. As yeah. Saying. <laughs> um, Peters has a long shot. I think. I think Leno redeemed himself later on. Mm-hmm. Um, great long shot from Peters, well saved. Uh, then a couple minutes later, Chris Wood threw on goal, one on one. Another great save from Leno. David Louis there, by the way. What was he doing? He just. I don't. I don't know if you saw, but. He basically just charged out to the man on the wing with no cover for the man in the middle. It was it was like playing an angry teenager on FIFA when they're when they're five nil down and they're just ultra attacking. Yeah, yeah. Just had you can't you can't leave the man in the middle to go and mark, go and take on the guy in the wing. That's just basic. Um and you know, it didn't come to a goal, so Louise isn't gonna be put under the spotlight there, but it's a it's a huge error, and he's he's very fortunate that that Leno bailed him out. Yeah, that, that was a fantastic save from Leno. But... It was, um, but it should have been a goal. Really, he should have scored that. Eighty um, second minute, Pepe. I don't know if he was thinking about dinner um, with that <laughs> with that sitter. I don't know if he was. Yeah, I, I don't know if he was seeing his name on the headlines. Um, uh, that was atrocious, wasn't it? it? It really was. I don't understand how he missed that. I I would normally say it's because he's just come off the bench and he's not with the game. But no, he should he should be getting at least a touch on it. At least get a save out of that shot. Oh, he got a slither of a touch on it. That was just <laughs> what was pathetic. Yeah, it was like the back of his boot, though. Wasn't it? <laughs> Honestly, he he swung for the shot when the ball was six feet past him. It was it was closer to a clearance than a shot, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it was he wasn't really under any pressure either. I think he might have been expecting a clearance, um, and like we saw it with from Albert, himself. Which, yeah, <laughs> uh, was it when we saw it with Albert against Benfica? And he again, like it's just come across him, and he's just looking at it like, oh, this is too good to be true. Yeah, but take your fucking chance, man! Like. <laughs> You've you've been playing well recently, and then it's stuff like that. Um, is it is it unfair that you know we we talk about Jacka and Leno, and you know we're harsh on them, and rightly so. Is it unfair to be more sympathetic to Pepe? Should he be getting as much criticism? Well, we yes. gave him the criticism last season when he came over for seventy two million, and he didn't really perform. This season, he has performed a lot better. He was a man of the match in the last game. If yeah. he if he started today, I mean, yeah, he airballed the shot, but he could have been no, no. But I'm, I'm talking I'm talking about this match in isolation, not not his career as a whole. I'm saying, is that mistake as condemnable as Jacka's mistake? No, because Shaka's got a history of it. David Luiz has got a history of being an idiot and getting sent off. Pepe's missed oh. one shot in the, in a game when he got man of the match the game before that, and he's been one of our better players. Really? We're not. We're not. Uh, we're not talking I about. I disagree. Game. We're not talking about. I disagree. I think 
Xhaka and Leno, of course, just to drop two points. But I think Pepe missing that has arguably cost us the 4-3. No, mm. because we've got chances after that. Yeah, I know. We... But how many chances do you get like five feet in front of goal? Well, we got another two and we missed them both. Mm. I no, think, I mean, well, I think the, tr- the trend is, though, is that I think it's much easier to criticise someone who gives away a goal um, more harshly than someone who misses, you know, it was a sitter, wasn't it? I mean, there's no yeah. getting around that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you've lost the goal, I think there's more heat that comes from that. But, you know, scoring a goal is has the same weight as conceding one, doesn't it? Mm. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, move on from that. Uh, his shot was pretty good, the one that, that hit Peters. Um, in the end, I guess it was a good save from Peters. Um, <laughs> with his shoulder. Tactical, of course. Um, There's a bit of pressure from there. Sabios had a pretty good hit, didn't he? We've hit the woodwork again. I think it's the third time. I could not. I don't know how the ball stayed out. Yeah. All of that intensity in the space of, what, five minutes in the stoppage time? Oh, oh my God, I was I was gasping for, for air <laughs> at this. You know, it was how did the ball stay out? And in a way, you know, we were so unlucky to not get a goal in the end. But it's like we've said, we can't miss chances that Alba and Saka and Pepe have had because it shows we've got fantastic talent to create all this. Yeah. But it's that final touch that isn't quite there. Would you say it was a fair result then or not? No, Um, I don't think so. No, I think we were robbed. But credit credit to Burnley, it's not down to them. We were robbed from the officials. Well, and and ourselves, you have to say. Yeah. I mean, it's... I don't think anyone on the pitch has done themselves a, a huge favour. Some some were all right. Um, yeah, can you name out of our team, who would you say was our best player today? I, I wouldn't be able to say who yeah. was the best player on that. To be honest, to be honest even Party didn't have a, a brilliant day. He was decent and he had good moments in the first half, but he did lose the ball a, a few times today. Um, to honest, I'd say arguably, even though he spent the least amount of time on the pitch, I'd probably say Pepe. I thought he played the impact he had in such a short amount of time, like how he nearly got two, three strong chances. But yeah, I, I, that, I think for missing it, though, you can't give him. Huh? I think for missing that chance, though, you yeah, can't say I guess he was so. The, but also, Albamiang, you know, he was given man of the match from Sky Sports, and although That's crazy. his miss wasn't. That's because they they didn't broadcast the match, so they yeah. didn't actually have a clue what was happening. Probably, I I want to give a bit of credit to Callum Chambers today because that is not his position, and I thought I thought and he it, did all right, and it showed. It did going forward, but mm. he added something at the back. Um, he I'm just looking at the stats. He won four headers, eighty-one touches. Um, one tackle, five clearances, two crosses. He did. He did actually pick out Saka quite well um, with one cross. So our defensive player made one tackle. 
Uh, well, yeah, they were Lofton. <laughs> well, no, but yeah, they, they, were... they were they were an airball team. They're a, yeah. they're a lofty team. Jay- so, yeah, and he wants blood today. Yeah, I no, I thought he did well at the back. I don't think he had any horrible horrible mistakes. To be fair, um, first Premier League appearance since December 2019. As yeah, well. and he's you not son of a bitch. That was my stat. I was trying to say it, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not his position either. So you know, I I, th- I think he deserves a bit of credit today. Um, yeah. I think, you know, I think Cedric would have had a very different game. He might have offered more going forward, but he would not have won those headers. No. Uh, let me tell but you that. Um, in the last 10 minutes when you're chasing the game, do you not bring on Bellerin or are we trying... Are we, as, uh, I cannot fucking talk. Or are we trying to get used to life without Bellerin? I think he wanted that creativity a bit further up in Ceballos. Um which I can see. I think if you had another sub, that would be the next one that you'd make. Um, yeah. But I, I didn't mind him bringing on Ceballos. I, you know, he obviously very nearly got the goal at the end. Um, he just added a little bit more creativity and, and urgency. But, you know, Bayern coming on. But Bayern's, Bayern's crossing and final balls have not been great recently. You kind of think if Bellerin came on, given their kind of strength in the air and how many times they did nearly catch us, catch us out, I feel that they could have taken the game if Bellerin might have come on because yeah. we were sacrificing some defensive stability to try and get forwards. Yeah. But at this point in the season, is a loss any different to a draw? When we're trying to get no, up, up, really. the, up the no. table, we've got to go for it. Let's be honest. If we're still trying to get that, Europa League spot that might be out of but then answer, answer this how would the reaction have been if say he brought Bellerin on instead of Lacazette you'd think why is he bringing a defender on when we've got a striker that was ready to go so you see, you see what I'm saying we brought on two midfielders and a striker to try and get that goal but I don't think Bellerin really had a place in today's game okay fair enough yeah I think he would have he would have been too weak to handle Burnley's airborne threat. Um, who did Ceballos come on for? Does anyone know? Uh, Partey. Uh, was it Partey? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ceballos just offers a little bit more creatively, I think, doesn't he? I, you know, I, I can see, as I say, why uh, Bayerin might have been the next sub to come on, but I, I didn't mind. I didn't mind Ceballos coming on. Um. Yeah, and that's it. Really, didn't get the didn't get the result. Uh, again, it's a case of shooting ourselves in the foot, isn't it? It's it's hard to take, but it was uh, like so many games. It was it was must win, wasn't it, to stay in the race for anything? It. <laughs> um, I think the race is done. Yeah, um, I think so. Given if uh, Everton, Villa, and you know everyone else win, we're nine points off of sixth. Yeah, um, we've dropped so many points. It's crazy. Yeah, it nine points with eleven games to go. We're not. And bear in mind, you know, and that's you know, we're. It's not just about catching who's in sixth. That's about also leapfrogging ninth, eighth, seventh as well. Yeah, um, I still think it will come down to the cups as well. So I f- if if we finish eighth and we're like one point off of um, Europa League, if we don't win the Europa League, I mean. I think we will look back at some of the referee decisions and I will hear George shout. 
Eruption! <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, my last point on the match, though. Um, final whistle goes. Our captain just storms down the tunnel. Mm. He, yeah. slap, he slaps the corner flag, storms down the tunnel. Every other player is walking over to the ref, giving a fist bump for the good decision on the overturned uh, penalty. I just feel like at that point, our captain should be rallying around the players going, right, it's all right, lads. It happens, mm. blah, blah, blah. Don't just do it on Twitter. Don't just do it on Instagram, man. There's cameras on. Go and grab your team and be like, come on. It's not our day. Next, mm. time, next game will be. Don't just storm down the bloody tunnel. I, I just need, I think Arteta really needs to think about an actual leader in that team. Again, on the pitch, not in the fucking change room. We know who he is. We just think he's too young. It's Kieran Tierney. <laughs> I, well, I think, you know, Arteta said that he needs, he said that his team is way off where he wants it to be. Which I think we didn't need. We didn't need to see that today to know that because we've seen it in every game recently, um, and you know, it, it feels like he does have a bit of a nucleus of a team now. I, th- I think I think Martin Keown said that, but it's oh, there's there's still at least four or five positions that need him improving, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, and oh no, George, your your I like your um your ideas for transfers, so you can discuss the transfers. Yeah, all right then. That's uh, put you put you out there. But um, yeah, like we can say, you know, there's still some er- um not errors um areas that need improving, and it's kind of moves into the the rumors that are starting to fly around, and I think the big one is obviously is Bellerin coming or going. Um, you know, he's 25, 26. I think it could be time for him to leave. Um, yeah. Do we need another centre forward? Do we need to shore up Xhaka's position in the central midfield? There's just a lot of areas that are kind of like, okay, they'll do for now. Yeah. But they seriously need tending to. Yeah, Bayern is 25, 26 in two weeks. So I think if a decent offer comes in for him now, I think, yeah, take it. I don't think he's really offering enough to cement his position. And I don't think he has done for quite some time, actually. Um, You know, his best season was five years ago, wasn't it? 15 to 16. That's a long Mm -hmm. time. And he has had some injuries, but he's not been out for like two, three years. You know, he's just, he's just not been good enough really. I think it's um, since he switched to being a vegan, to be honest. <laughs> we don't um, have enough listeners for me to get any sort of internet hate for that. So. Oh, it's going to come back on you one day. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think right back's one. I think it's that thing with Jacker, isn't it? I was sort of sympathizing a little bit towards him after recent games, but then he's, you know, come back today with another, another howler. I think, I think, the problem with that CDM role is that he does want to play two pivots. I don't think he's ever going to play just one. Um, and the other two, I mean, one of them isn't even an Arsenal player. So there's that to think about. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and then he's just not good enough. I think everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, I think something that could, I, I mean, I don't think it's on the cards, but I think it's something that every Arsenal fan would like to see 
is a raid on Brighton for Lamptey and Basuma. Oh, Basuma, yeah, yeah. You know, two fantastic players. Um, you know, Lamptey, a lot of potential. Young kid, only 20, 21. And, you know, Basuma, he's fantastic in the middle of the park. Um, yeah. But, you know. Basuma, we've been hinted at before. Um, yeah, Arteta's a big fan of him. I just don't see the point of signing Lamptey. I'm sorry, George. I know you like him as a player, but that's the stupidest thing you said. Since I can, cu- I can climb this fence <laughs> after drinking a full bottle of tequila. <laughs> Lovely. Um, he just he's he's an. Why are we buying players with injuries? There's another player we're in. We mentioned with with an injury. Lamptey's not going to play another game this season. I can promise you that the guy is a hospital regular. Why are we going to sell a player to get in someone young who probably isn't going to play that many games for us? Well, this is it. You argue Cedric's outperformed Bellerin. So whilst Lamptey is still young, you know, you've got Cedric as well. Yes, but we're going to have to retire Cedric before Lamptey actually turns 21 and plays his fourth game for us because he's that injury prone. Well, Cedric's Cedric's twenty nine. I think he's got a, a few years in him still. Hmm. Um, but I think the situation is Bellerin is meant to be in the prime years yeah. of his career, mm-hmm. and he's just not delivering it at the level that really the Premier League demands. I mean, the 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 people out there rumored for him a Juventus, PSG, and Barcelona. Juventus are supposedly willing to swap two players for him. Um, I, I think one was Douglas Costa and is hmm. it Rabio or? Oh, we've been hinted with Rabio so many times. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it's what I'm saying. I don't think we'll go for it, whether no. it, or whether it's even true. But these are big clubs that have shared an interest in him. So, you know, why why are we holding on to him? And again, it's one of those. He's been at the club for a long time, and yeah, he's a leader in the dressing room. But there'll be other leaders. You know, there's Tierney. I think there's there's Holding. There's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the who else? There's who the kit is, man. Very well. Very highly above, spoken of. Yeah. Who else is above the age of 21 that's doing well? <laughs> I wouldn't even say Bellerin's a good leader in the changing room. I think the only time he actually takes any sort of real leadership is when he walks out onto a catwalk. Like, I mean, he's the backup captain. Like, you're, you've got to give him a bit of credit, and he's been at the club for 10 years. Mate, he's, he's got 12 more, backup captains. He's more of a leader in the club than most others i think we should sorry i think we should re-sign aaron ramsey thank you i'm saying (laughs) yeah thank you i would if we're going to sign someone that's probably going to get injured i'd rather aaron ramsey yeah and he'd be a good 400k a week he wouldn't be on he wouldn't be on that much he knows he doesn't no i know but also you've got to take into account it's i'd love to see him back but when he's 30 now isn't he yeah you know, we, we, we've got to be making signings for the future. Mm-hmm. We're never going to um, we're never going to kind of push forward, get back into the Champions League, go for a title when we're signing players at the wrong end of their career. Fair enough. We, need, a... to, we need to get them in their prime or, you know, in their early days. And you mean, you know, I think that's you, where you're, di- you're discussing the Wenger years. You realize that? Well, 
Yeah, I guess so. But I guess the trick there is don't sell them after. And Buenga always said I had to sell them to pay for the stadium. Mm-hmm. And or, then, or sell them. Don't just let them go for free just to clear some of the wage bill. Mm. Because that hasn't helped us either. But like striker-wise, I do fancy that Andre Silva from Frankfurt. Wait, did I just say I fancied him? Bollocks. <laughs> I, do want, I do want us to yeah. sign him because um, it does look like... Um, keep it light. Keep it light. <laughs> it, it does look like Edward is going from Celtic to Leicester more than to us. Did, yeah. you, say, did you just say Celtic? I said Celtic. <laughs> I have a lisp, you son of a bitch. <laughs> But yeah, it does look that way. Um, I rate Eduard. I'd love to see him at Arsenal, but I think he's going to go to the team that can offer him a bit more, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, Andre Silva, you know, we were discussing him before the podcast, like his stats this season are on fire. Jamie, would you like to give a stat? <laughs> oh, okay. I keep taking them. You do. So he's got 19 goals in 22 games. So that's not a bad turnaround. Um, especially for a smaller team in that league. Not a bad turnaround. How many others are doing 19 and 22? No, I'm just saying, well, yeah. you're talking about a league that's got like Lewandowski and... Yeah, mm. he's actually he's actually got more goals than Haaland. Wow. Who, who I actually can't stand, by the way. Did you, anyone see Haaland's comments the other day? Oh, yeah. I, I, I saw a meme... But yeah. I, yeah, I don't know was, if that's true or not, yeah. but if it is, I want someone to do to him what Roy Keane did to his dad. Actually, no, no, I'm taking I take that back. Oh, wow. I take that back. That was a bit too strong. Okay. I, Johnny's gonna be creative with the editing today. You're having a, you're having <laughs> um, a ropey day yeah, today. I you? am. What's what going on? Basically I, used, say? I, used, I used to be really nice and be the, the, the voice of reason today. Uh, I've but... attacked you, I've t- attacked the captain, I've attacked everyone. I apologize, people. Yeah, you would, you, 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 you want to sleep with a Bundesliga striker? Oh, Jesus one. Christ. I still can't stand Boggy, though, you son of a bitch. Boggy? It's the person I'm playing this week in fantasy football head to head. Oh, right. Yeah, he's, he's had a few mentions today, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, has, has anyone seen Andre Silva play? I've not, I've not seen him play. I've not, no. Hearing I, good things. Honestly, because of the way the league's working now, where every single game's being shown, I don't have time for other leagues. I'll, I'll be completely honest. Before, when you'd have all the games kicking off at three o'clock, it meant you could actually watch other leagues. I don't have the time now because I'm constantly watching the Premier League. There's a lot of games. Um, there was one more player you wanted to mention uh, from Leipzig. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're being linked with defenders again. I mean, why we've got rid of, what, 78 of them? But <laughs> um, Yeah, so it's the Kanate from Leipzig. We're looking at him. You know, we've missed out on Upper Meccano, who is signed with, with Bayern. Bayern buying of the Munich. Um, so I look forward to seeing him lift 17 Bundesliga titles <laughs> in a row. Um, yeah. But yes, do we need another centre-back? This is the question because mm. we've got Gabriel, we've got Mary playing well, and we've got Holden. And those are obviously three for the future. Mm-hmm. Luis, whether he extends for another year or not, we don't know, but we've still got him. But we've also got William Saliba. So mm. And Mavinopoulos. Mavinopoulos. <laughs> Why did I try and say it? 
<laughs> no, but apparently he's playing well at the moment. Ma- Mavinopoulos. <laughs> Whatever his name Mav- is. Mavropanos. 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 Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> apparently he's playing well at the moment. So is um, Sabala. Oh, good. Hopefully so... we can get fourteen ninety nine for him then. <laughs> we, but... we have uh, Mavadopoulos. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I never tried to say Socrates' for, uh, surname. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think anyone wants to pop at that one. Like, I think it's I think it's Papastopopoulos. I thought it was yeah. anyway. Back, yeah. <laughs> back to the point. Do we need Kanate or should no, we? I think Mari and Gabriel and Holding get a shot. He's also so. he's also another hospital bed um, regular. So again, I don't see I don't see the point of signing players that have got injuries, especially when they come to Arsenal and get more injuries. Look at um, Tierney who we've only yeah. just got back. Partey, who we've only just got back. We had a history of it with Wilshire. We know how to break toys. Oh, speaking of injuries, no Smith Rowe today. <coughs> mm. Ugh. He needs a rest, let's be honest. Yeah. Have um, we heard any more about his, about his injury? No, I think the f- last we heard was just Arteta saying, oh, we hope it's not too bad after the last game, but I don't know if there's been... No significant injury discomfort in his hip. So, yeah, hopefully he should be back. Oh, he's in training, so yeah, he should be back. Should be back. I reckon he'll make the bench on Thursday, but with more of an eye for the following games after that. Well, let's talk about Thursday. We'll do a little preview. How confident are we feeling of ahead of a uh, return to Olympiacos. So it's our home stadium away from home, apparently. So I think that, <laughs> could, be, that could be good. Um, I think... As consistent as our VAR decisions, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think as long as we start on the front foot, we play with consistency. Again, my favourite word today. Um, I think we've got a chance. I honestly think uh, if we can get one or two away goals... Make sure we play a strong defence, not make any mistakes. Take that two goals back to the Emirates. We should be fine. Do you think it's going to be a heavily rotated team? Who are we playing after? It's Spurs. Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. The it's got to be the focus of the Europa League now. Um, you know, I, I don't, to be honest, I don't care about this North London derby if it means sacrificing Ooh. this Europa match I like, agree honestly agree I think more important is to get yeah. a strong lead in the first leg than care about St Tottenham's day that hasn't been a thing in three years and I don't really give a shit about it we've actually got a trophy in our cabinet what have they got <laughs> yeah well um, I think golf clubs in theirs for Gareth Bale there is an extra day ahead of this game because it's usually Sunday to Thursday, isn't it? It's obviously Saturday today. So there is an extra day to recover, which is helpful. Um, I do think he'll put Gabriel and Holding back in. Um, I, th- I think Party will start. Um, maybe Lacazette. Lacazette and Pepe didn't start today. Could you see them coming back in? I could see Lacazette starting, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I can also see Albamiang starting. Because mm. um, again, like this game is more, it's more important than the league. 
if if we go into next season without European football for what the first first time in 25 30 years mm. that's a rough start Jamie you might have to fact check I, that I will actually check that start after the, but we might if that happens we might have to start Arsenal therapy mainly just for <laughs> us three we'll have a get, get on the phone to Matt Hancock see if he can sort us out some funding <laughs> oh god's sake yeah 20, um, mil, 20 mil should do it yeah 20 mil <laughs> does anyone drink down his local boozer that'll help us out <laughs> anyway yeah yeah Thursday should take importance over the Spurs game because think... we've got so much to gain from the Europa League obviously we want to go on and we want to go on and win it so what if we draw with Spurs or we slap them 3-0 what is that going to do for us in the league I think we're too far behind it would be amazing to obviously have both but where we've got to put our priorities I think it's got to be with the Europa League okay see that's the thing if Spurs trounce us what are they going to do go from ninth to eighth wow well done (laughs) you're literally just above us in a mediocre season we're both mediocre let's be honest does it really matter if we get trounced by them well I think I think the league games now are almost auditions for the players to see who who is gonna still be around um because you know we're we're in tenth. We came eighth last season, and it's you know I don't think we're going to finish above eighth. I th- I think even eighth looks tricky at the minute. Mm-hmm. So I think you know that almost seems like that's headed in the wrong direction. So yeah, I think whoever plays has has really got a put in a, a big showing. Um, all right. So George, predictions for Thursdays, and who would you like to see on the pitch and scoring? Um, it's a tough Mm. one playing away I mean we played in the stadium already I'm gonna go with a 2-1 to us 2-1 to us yeah I'm gonna give I think Lacazette a goal and actually I think Alba again. You know, Alba's starting to play well now. Um, well, in terms of getting a getting <laughs> on the score sheet, at least percentage of taking his chances, well, that's up for debate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Lacquer and Alba. Okay. One win. And what about Sunday? Uh, I can see that being a two-one-three-one to Spurs. Yeah. Okay. Are we home or away? Uh, home. Oh, okay. Six-one Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it will. I think Spurs will win. Um, well, so Sp- think- so Spurs have slightly less recovery time because they play tomorrow. But I think they're playing uh, at home in the Europa League on Thursday. Yeah, and they're playing. Don't Dinamo Zagreb. Yeah, they're at home tomorrow as well. Um, so they've got, you know three fixtures in London in a row they haven't got a long round trip mm-hmm. no it's a Greece which is yeah six hours door to door okay Jamie predictions for Thursday and Sunday so Thursday um, I, I kind of agree with George you know how much I hate to do that um, <laughs> it's, I'm going to say a 2-1 uh, I think we need to start with Pepe uh, Saka and uh, a banging okay 
Um, who, sorry? Yeah, I was waiting for it. I was like, one of these sons of bitches. You did leave a little silence. I though, did. Yeah. I left it there because I knew one of you was going to say something. It would be nice if you guys didn't bring it up, you know. Bastards. I like that memory <laughs> of Albamiang. Good evening, Albamiang. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's a game we should win. Um, okay. Sunday, I, it's a game I would like to win. It's a game I would like to draw. I don't care if we lose, to be honest. Um, nah, you have, to, you have I, to. Okay, no, okay. There's a difference between caring if we lose and caring if we get, actually do get trounced. I do take back my I don't care if we get, get trounced thing because I don't think we've ever lost to Spurs in the Premier League by more than a two goal margin. So oh, I think you've got to have a bit more pride than saying I don't no, care uh, if we lose. Like, where, where's the banter? What what can Spurs? I, the Audi Cup, yay, yay! Come on, Spurs! I, I want them to win the league and then come at me. I want them to win the Champions League and then come at me. I just still don't see Spurs as a big team, and they won't be a big team until they win an actual trophy that isn't the Audi Cup. And again, I I don't respect Spurs fans because they don't have any real balls to be honest they don't understand what it is to win something they don't understand what the premiership title is they don't they never win a fucking old one this game really rattled you today didn't it (laughs) it's just i don't i don't i don't mind if we lose to spurs i do care if we get absolutely rattled if they beat us four nil and then i've got to deal with little twats on the internet going oh look arsenal were done mate we were done before you played us what are you talking about with 10th yeah, like glowing reference for Arsenal from yeah. Honestly. Yeah, no, it's, it's we true. were done before you played us. <laughs> we, we are, we are, we're done. Are we? Are we going to do anything in the league this season? Realistically, no. Why should I get stressed out about that? It might seem that I'm getting stressed out about it on this podcast, but I'm not. We've done tenth. Tenth at the moment is where we should be. We've been mediocre this season. Mm. it's a new manager he's still trying to get used to it he's still trying to get his players in it's going to take time we lost how much money last year because of covid uh, i think we came in at like a 47 million loss yeah. like we're not the team that we were we can be i just don't see it just yet i don't see the point of as we joked about arsenal therapy when we aren't challenging for the title, if we're challenging for the title and we're drawing one all because Shaka passes to a to Wood and he taps it, it doesn't even tap it in. He played it against Wood and it went in. Mm. Then I'm going to get pissed off and I'm going to rip Arsenal posters off my wall like I was 14. I think but- yeah, I think when we'll judge Arteta is October, November, isn't it? If if we're you know if we're here in what like eight months time and we're in 10th, 11th, making these kind of mistakes. I think that will look a bit more ominous, wouldn't it? Because he will have been in charge for almost two years at that point as well, you got to remember. So. And I would have hired a dialect coach to go through how to pronounce people's names <laughs> by then. So that will be it, episode 12 of season two of the Gunner Chat. By the time you learn how to say his name, he'll be retired. <laughs> we would let him go for free, wouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, all right. My prediction, yeah, I, I think I think two one win is good. I think we'll go two 0 up and pass the ball into our own net just to <laughs> save them the hassle. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I think it'll be the same front four. I think uh, I think we'll see Alba on the left, Erdegaard in the middle. It depends about Smith Rowe. I think if Smith Rowe's fit, he'll play. 
because he didn't play today. Um, and Saka, obviously. I, I think I think we'll put up a bit more of a fight against Spurs. Spurs are doing okay. They were they've had a bad run. You got to remember they they beat Burnley, um, but they were fortunate to come away with something at Fulham. Um, and I could see us maybe grinding out a one-all draw. That's what I'm going to go for. Aubameyang loves it. Uh, sorry, um, Lacazette loves an NLD as well, doesn't he? Um, oh yeah, quite, scores, yeah, yeah. Before Kalasinac sort of threw it all away, um, but yeah, big week, big week. Uh, anything else we want to cover today? If you have been affected by the results, <laughs> of club, please talk to someone or or Jamie <laughs> or Jamie's rage. <laughs> I'm. I don't even think I'm that angry today. I just. I just. <laughs> I'm feel, just being realistic. You feel better now, huh? <laughs> I do. I, I. I'm gonna go and have a cold shower and relax. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for today. Um. Thanks everyone for listening, and be sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and what else are we on? Twitter. 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 Yeah. Ghana underscore chat um yeah make sure to give us a like leave us a comment and we will catch you next time